0: Hey, what's up, folks? Welcome back to another layer by layer. In today's tutorial, we're gonna take a look at making snap fit cases with live hinges. So let's take a look here. Uh, so I 3D printed and designed this snap fit case, and it has a little top cover with some snap fits. And inside, you'll see that I have here a piece, a reel of washi tape. That's that lovely craft tape. Um, and this opens up like this, and you see that the three of these, Uh, pieces here are all connected with a very thin uh, live hinge Uh, so these two halves uh, connect together like this and then this top cover here you see here that the nubs are on the side of the bottom half of the case and those snap and snap there's a little bit of an opening there but that's okay but you can see here there's that second live hinge for the top cover and then this very nice curve here Uh, so the live hinge here is only two uh, rather two layers thin. So if you're doing a 0.2 layer height when you're 3D printing with an FDM machine, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's only 0.4 millimeters thin. Um, so the only other stuff here is that it has this, uh, this cylinder to hold uh, the tape in place. And then you'll note that, that there's a little bit of a lip here that mates with the inside of the top half of the case. There's also some lips here that kind of c- prevent it from sliding out. Um, But yeah, and then there's like this little piece here that's extra that's if that just kind of makes it easier to open to kind of get your finger in there. Um, But yeah, so that's what I'm going to cover today, how to make this snap fit case with live hinges. So let's jump into Fusion 360. You go into tunnel mode for a little bit and then we'll switch to Fusion. Uh, So I'll have the design file for this very case in uh, the description of the video. So check that out. Uh, there's some extra bits here like uh, the latch and the internal um, kind of cylinder for holding the tape and some little relief holes here so you can see how much tape you have left Uh, and then those walls here but i'm just going to cover how to do kind of a simple version of this case so let's do that i'll make a new tab Uh, let's start off with creating a sketch on the floor plane here and let's decide how big we want our case to be. Let's say it's 50 by 50 just to make it a square. Um, I'll start with a rectangle tool. I'm just gonna draw out a rectangle. Let me type in 50 by 50 and hit enter. So there's a rectangle. What I wanna do with a rectangle is I wanna center it with the, uh, the center origin of our grid. So I'm gonna create two lines that have midpoint constraints. So I'll just roll over until I get that midpoint, click, and then I'll come out here and then uh, make sure that that is perpendicular with the line I just created. Create another line, and then I'll let's just like just close it there. So now I have these perpendicular lines, and the last thing to do here is to do a midpoint constraint uh, of this point with that line. And now I have a point that I can uh, move by using the uh, coincident constraint to go to the center uh, of the of the origin there. So now that's fully constrained. I'll grab these two lines and make them construction lines. And then we'll start with the next half of the case. So I'll just make another rectangle like that. Using the equal constraint, I can say I want this line to be the same, dist- uh, the same length as that line, that line, and that line. Now they're the same, they're intersecting. So let me go ahead and push this off a little bit. I want to connect these two with, a, with some more midpoint constraint lines. So let's do one here and then one here. And then I can just say this line needs to be horizontally or vertically constrained. And now I have these two rectangles. Cool. So this is going to be the bottom half of the case. And that's the top half of the case. Uh, to create the live hinge, uh, let's make another line that is uh, perpendicular. And then we'll say this needs to be uh, maybe 4 millimeters away. And then I can make another one of these with the mirror. And then using that first line as the mirror line, and hit OK. And then uh, so that this, so that I can select just one of these, I'll select that center line and make it also a constraint, uh, a construction line. Uh, let's give this construction line a length. Um, so how thick do we want our case to be? Let's say it's twelve millimeters um, thick. So that is going to be the length of our live hinge. The live hinge is looking kind of wide, so let me make that uh, four millimeters by making that four into a two because we're mirroring that, so it's really four like that. And then um, next up, let's make the top cover. So the top cover is going to be a little bit longer. So I just drew it out. It's a little bit thinner or a little bit, yeah, a little bit thinner and then a l- and longer than our actual two rectangles. So instead of applying dimensions, I'm just going to say I want... Uh, These two uh, lines have a distance of two millimeters. And I'll say the same thing here. This and this have a two millimeter distance. And then I'm going to create um, the length of this needs to be the thickness of our case. So it was going to be 12 plus a one. (laughs) It's going to be 12 millimeters thick of the case, right? Plus one millimeter of wall thickness plus two millimeters of, of uh, distance that is our, of our length. So it's really going to be thir- uh, 15 millimeters. Uh, so, but that's important to kind of break it out so that you, you know that your case is 12 millimeters uh, thick. You're going to have one millimeter of wall thickness that you need to kind of offset, and then two millimeters of distance for our live hinge. So that is the kind of formula that we create for um, the length of our top cover because it's going to be printing upright. So we need to kind of do it that way. So let's create some construction lines uh, that will center midpoint center, constrain these two like that. And then let's make this that two millimeter length. Let's make that a construction line. And then let's give this uh, some lines here that we can mirror. Let's say this is going to be four millimeters wide. And then we'll mirror that line with the construction line and then we'll get a live hinge that's 8 millimeters wide. Um, or we can make this 6 millimeters. It's looking a little thin here. Let's make it 8 so that will would be uh, 16. Um, but yeah, as long as it's 2 millimeters distance, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, and then that's uh, those are our main sketches that we're going to work with. All right, let's hit OK. And then we're going to start extruding our bases here. So 1, 2, and 3. Let's extrude those with a 1 millimeter thickness. And then uh, the next thing I want to do is I want to create some fillets to these edges that I want to be filleted. So I want these four edges to have uh, some pretty big fillets. Let's give it five. And then uh, this top cover, I want this to have a two millimeter fillet on just these two edges here on the outside. So those will have a two millimeter um, fillet. Next up, we're going to create our wall thicknesses. So with the extrude command, I'm going to switch that from the regular extrude to a thin extrude. Select these two, the top and the bottom half of the case. And then we said it's going to be 12 millimeters. Um, So it's really 12 divided by 2, which is 6. 6 here. So that's how tall they're going to be. And uh, just make sure that the, um, the wall location is going on the inside of our extrusion. Of our of our uh, of our bases, base plates there, and then uh, the operations already set to join. So I hit OK. Uh, we want to open up these walls here. So let's go ahead and just select that wall, and then do a negative uh, extrude here so that it cuts it away. And I'll do that for this half too. Negative two cuts it away. All right. So now we have those open tops there because we're gonna have a top here. Speaking of the top, with that uh, surface selected, I'll thin extrude that. Make sure it's thin extrude. and then this is going to be. Uh, the um, whatever the length we want. I think five millimeters is what our, or six millimeters, which is the half of our, of our case. Um, So let's hit okay. And then we're going to do pretty similar thing where we cut um, away uh, this wall here like that. All right, so that is pretty looking pretty good so far. Uh, Next up, we're going to create our nubs Uh, for snapping uh, this cover uh, to the bottom half of the case. So um, for me to do that, I'm just going to select the surface and then uh, create a new sketch. That way, um, I create a sketch on that surface. And I'm going to project in uh, just one of these edges, just like that. And then I'm going to make my my snap fit nub, something like that. Let's make it uh, 8 millimeters wide by 1.5 millimeters tall. And then I'm going to have a 0.2 millimeter uh, distance between uh, the edge of this and the tip of that, just like that. And then I can extrude that. Um, let's say we want it to be three millimeters right here. And then I'll hit Tab on my keyboard so I can do a tapered angle and do negative 45 so that it prints without any supports. All right, so now that I have that, I want to mirror that feature onto the opposite side of that bottom half of the case. So we'll bring up a mirror feature. Make sure the object type is set to features. So then I can select that extrude from the timeline. Select my, prof- my uh, mirror plane as this plane here, and you get a little green preview of where it's going to go. That is where I want it to go. And that is the first snap fit, the set of snap fit nubs uh, for the bottom half of the case. Next up, we'll do um, one for this uh, side. And the nubs are actually going to be on the inside of the top cover. So let's select this uh, surface create a sketch on that surface, bring in that uh, line. And because of the way the thing folds over, the snap fit nubs actually be tall or vertical this way. So we'll use the same um, dimensions, one and a half uh, wide by eight millimeters. Um, it doesn't have to be This is just four millimeters <laughs> or five you go five and then we'll do that same the distance will change actually so i'm just going to do um, 0.2 on the tip here and then uh, two millimeters on that side but i'll show you a trick here on how to kind of line these up so the same extrusion length here three millimeters hit tab on your keyboard negative 45 on the uh, on that taper angle i'm going to go ahead and show the dimensions for these two nubs so that i can uh get a get a look of them and kind of edit the the uh, distances uh, without having to go into edit sketch mode. So now that I have that, I will do my mirror. I will mirror that nub on the top cover, doing the same um, the same mirror command. And now we have our two nubs on the top cover. Cool. So now that I have these three pieces, before I start uh, creating my live hinge, I'm actually going to save the live hinge extrusion for the very end. Because what we need to do is we need to kind of test this out. Um, with the move command but before that uh, before I forget I want to add a lip to the top half of the case so that it mates with um, the bottom half of the case and to do that i'm just going to go here on this edge here create a new sketch and I will project in this line here from the internal wall and uh, I'm going to make a series of lines so let's see if you can follow me so i'm going to make i'm going to start off on the tip of that line i'm going to go across and go up And I'm going to make sure that all these lines are perpendicular at 90 degrees. So I'm going to go uh, across I go down and then at an angle, I'm going to connect it off to the purple line there. So I'll start sketching out the dimensions. So this, I want to make it 0.01 millimeters. That's going to be the clearance that we want, some distance between this lip and uh, the bottom half of the case. This is going to be one millimeter thick And then I'm gonna do a 45 degree uh, angle right there. And then I'm gonna make a line that connects this point to that point. And then I want these lines to be perpendicular. So now I can grab this line and make it a construction line. And then now it's fully constrained, almost. I want the lip to be three millimeters tall. So there we go there. So that is basically our profile for the lip. It has that 45-degree uh, angle, so it prints without any, um, without any supports. And it has that point millimeter, the one, 0.1 millimeter of kind of offset so that it can actually fit in between uh, the walls here. So let's uh, do a sweep command. So we'll do a sweep, select this as a profile, and then a path is going to be uh, this top edge here. And then you can see here that that profile now sweeps along the whole curvature, thanks to those fillets. And it goes all the way to the end here on the other side. So that is our nubbins. And now you can start moving things into place. So let's go ahead and move our bodies. So let's grab body, uh, three, uh, body one, which is the top half of the case. And I'm going to rotate it 180 degrees, push it forward to line it up, and then push it right where the the lip is gonna go inside of the case. And I'll hit okay there. So now you can see here that that is uh, looking good and you can see we have some clearance here between these two surfaces, uh, that 0.1 millimeter. If you have a printer that needs a little bit more tonic then just add more to that distance. And then uh, we're gonna flip this uh, top cover into place. So we're gonna do 90 degrees, push it forward. And then push it up. And then you can see here that that uh, that's what it's going to look like. Kind of want to have two millimeters of clearance here, or just one millimeter here of clearance like that. And then uh, in order to kind of get an idea of what our nub is going to go in, I like to do this trick where I apply a acrylic material uh, to the top cover so that I can actually see through it. And you can see here that the nubs aren't lining up. So let me bring up that sketch for that nub, which was this one here. And I'm going to change that two-millimeter distance to something like one, uh, maybe three, until I have a nice um, distance here. Let's try four. And I can go in here and take a look here, see what's that distance. I I want a minimum distance of 2.2 millimeters. It's 0.5 right now. So let's do 4.5. There we go. It's looking better. And then there you can see we have uh, a clearance between those two of 0.2 millimeters, about Uh, 2.2 millimeters. So that looks pretty good. Um, I kind of want to extrude this out a little bit more. So let's go ahead and do that. Back over here, we can change that 6 to an 8. And then um, you can see here that that is longer. And I can even make this um, maybe 7. And you can make it a full to, to go to match up these two nubs with their lengths. You can make this even um, one more millimeter, let's say nine, and that's looking pretty good. And you are going to have that distance between these two surfaces for the top cover and the bottom half of the case uh, because of that live hinge needs to have a little bit of uh, relief, um, but that's looking pretty good. Um, that's pretty much how it needs to be, and then you can look on the inside there. That if all your clearances match out, it should work out pretty good. So let's go ahead and delete these move commands because we're kind of going to start doing our live hinge. So bringing back that sketch number one, um, I will select these two live hinge profiles and then extrude them to a zero point four millimeters, uh, not negative, but just zero point four millimeters. Hit OK, and that's going to connect those three pieces together and then to, to kind of final to finalize this I like to do these fillets here on these edges uh, for the longer uh, live hinge it's gonna be uh, maybe like four is that good four five six that looks cool that way it kind of looks a little bit better and then we can do the same here for this uh, this shorter live hinge for the top cover Let's do uh, one millimeter there. And these two over here. i uh, got to rotate. There we go. Okay. So that's pretty pretty much ready to print now. Um, if, if you're using the FDM printer, again, you want to use layer height of 0.2 millimeters, which is pretty common. Um, but yeah, everything here is uh, pretty much the same as the washi tape one. There's just a, a bigger extrusion. And then there's a center hole with the cylinder to hold the tape and then just some circular pattern uh, grills here. Uh, And also that little lip here, that little latch to kind of help you open it up, but you really don't need it. It's just kind of for aesthetics. And uh, there's that lip here. Uh, It's kind of helps the the two halves from sliding out of each other. But you don't really need that. But if you do, you can uh, can add those in there uh, to this area here. But that is pretty much it. Um, You can add user parameters to make a parametric or you can just modify, um, you know, these edges here and just make sure that uh, your top cover that you can test it, you can always uh, go back in your timeline and then move the bodies and kind of build that folded um, case to make sure that everything lines up all the nubs are are lined up nicely. But this is kind of a neat design. Um, I think uh, it will be applicable to other things. Like um, here's a smaller version with a little bit of a different shape. Um, as this opens up here, you can see I have uh, these little USB-C uh, to type A adapters. So you can, I don't know, maybe <laughs> uh, this just reminded me that kind of looks like the, the bubble tape from the 90s. So you can have some double bubble tape in there <laughs> or whatever. And then you can add some more things like maybe a little uh, thing here to put on your hip, like a little clip or something. But Kind of a neat uh, design, I think. And uh, one other thing I want to mention is that I want to try this out. I haven't tried it yet. I want to try printing the first two layers. That's the live hinges here. Print those in TPU filament and do it, and then do a filament swap so that this first layer is like that TPU flexible. Because I think at some point, um, this right here, this live hinge looks like it's going to break at some point. As I keep flexing it like that over and over again, I'm sure it's going to break. But for now, it hasn't broken. And I've opened it maybe 50 times, maybe more. Um, but I want to try that TPU filament swap where the first two layers are TPU. And then I switch it to, to, to this PLA filament so that I have that hard, rigid snaps, but that flexible first two layers. So I'm going to give that a try and let folks know how that goes out. Uh, that's going to do it for this tutorial. Thanks so much for watching. Um, I'll see you in the next one. But until then, remember to... Make a great day. Bye, folks.